And he was like, if you couldn't run, you'd have 100 sacks. He told me that before oh, an yeah. ESPN game. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. I was out, man. I was out the gate. I wasn't waiting around to see what was going to happen either. I was like, no, nah, man. We get to like halfway through that season. And first of all, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done playing football. This is dumb. This is yeah. stupid. Let's do something else. Welcome back to the fourth Harvester Sports Podcast. I'm Austin. I'm Noah. And behind the camera, as always, I'm Tyler. And we got a great episode for you today. David Carr is back in the pod. Longtime listener, first-time caller, you know, fan of the show, NFL Network analyst, and former first overall pick. Let's get Letty Boys. 46. A little story real quick. So he thought he found the love of his life, right? And then she didn't answer him for a day, and he blocked her. (laughs) Wait, 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 no. The, the girl that he found at Cal Poly? Yes, he thought he found her. Okay. And then he DM'd it's her. That's the only right move. You have to Why did you block her? Because she didn't answer him in a day. So you have what to if she was busy? She can be busy on her own time, bro. <laughs> she was busy. That's what she was doing. She was busy on her own time. That wasn't your was time. Moving into I remember Cal Poly. I because then I said, Tyler, was she the one? He's like, I don't know. Like he didn't yeah, even like, know, and he blocked her. It's gone. I completely forgot what she looks like. Like when I it was. It doesn't looking, matter. Maybe that's the. <laughs> you, all your friends, everybody has like, gone through, like. and used the power of social media to find this girl for you, and you guys actually connected, and then you just blocked her. She she There's actually a good chance I, it wasn't for the her. for There's the past month I've been walking around campus looking for that back. <laughs> Noah, <laughs> looking for that. Noah's being to be fair, it might have. It might have been my fault because I made him change the way he was talking, like DMing her. Because oh, when he showed that. me what he wanted to say, it was like, "What's up?" See that? Here's the problem. <laughs> I was like, "You can't." Do no, it. that's his. Char- that's and his she was move, like, though. "Hey, how are you?" He's like, "I'm good, Shawty." Like that's how he was talking. Why would you talk like that? <laughs> that's how he's doing. doing. No one in your house talks like that. <laughs> like, where does that even come from? I'm chilling, bro. What did you call it? Out of context. What is the context that makes? Okay. Hey, what's up, Shawty? Yeah, give me the context for that context um when she finds out who you really are she's gonna be like yeah. why did you say that at the beginning of our relationship <laughs> it, it, yeah. he's what is what is he doing what do you what do you call it he's taking it out of proportion yeah there you go that's the right one blowing <laughs> <laughs> it out of proportion <laughs> you can't talk bro i'm gonna get another you're gonna be right here next time ty you're sitting oh i don't want to be in like the hot it. seat i don't feel like it uh, he, he thought it'd be a good story at, that they could share at their wedding where he's like yeah i yeah. slid in there i said what's up shoddy and, and then the I, rest <laughs> is history yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we would all boo you it's, just like, so you it's know. like those couples that meet on tinder and you're like that's a little, <laughs> you know, it's a little suspicious be. yeah it is a little suspicious, it's a little suspicious. the fact that you blocked her really bothers me right I, he's like I'm, i didn't block her i didn't block her okay well then he's while we're on right now unblock her right now unblock her right now and right now i want you to respond back with a normal sentence and just see what happens no before the end of this podcast. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. One of my friends jacked my phone. Yeah, and they, that's they wrote something how, dumb. How art thou, my fair maiden? <laughs> <Yeah>. Pin <laughs> a note yeah. with a take quill. Take your hand. Yes. <laughs> just like you should ask your dad if you can court her. Yeah, give me a DM the dad first. Yeah. Say, I oh, want to yeah. DM your daughter. Do this correctly. Okay? Right. Can I write uh, to her like the Patriot? May I write to Can I call on Anne? That's what he said. So... Um, this isn't financial advice. No one told me not to say that before, right? So I'm in trouble. <laughs> probably a good idea. I, I, I told him that if anybody looks at him and thinks that he's giving legitimate financial <laughs> advice, then they deserve whatever. That's their fault too. I agree, but legally you got to protect I, yourself. I've been trying to tell Noah. Why isn't your stuff straight, guys? Let's see. There we go. Come on, we in flame now? Can't, can't have a thing anymore. That right there, that was completely sideways Bro, before you walked in. in. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But as I've been trying to convince Noah. I told you about it earlier to get the yeah. NFT race horses, dude. And you guys say this to me, and I, I don't. Now, I mean, full disclosure, we've made our share of money on NFTs and yeah. cryptocurrency and all these this stuff. But 
I'm not smart enough to figure all that out. I have yeah. a team of people that do mm-hmm. that for me. But you mm-hmm. told me that you bought an NFT racehorse. Yeah, I've been yeah, we'll And it NFT blew racehorse. my mind. Now, I used to play this. I was thinking about this. I used to play this arcade game uh-huh. um, at Dave & Buster's. And I don't know if you remember this. You were really... You were young. You were young yeah. when this thing was out. So even yeah. if you had been to Dave & Buster's, you probably have not seen uh-huh. this. It's probably four to six people can sit there at this thing. There's a big screen TV, and there's literally a horse race going on. Okay. So, and you buy these cards, right? And mm-hmm. when you go to any Dave & Buster's or wherever this arcade game is, you slide your card in for the horse that you own, mm-hmm. right? And so you sit down, your horse is now at that track. You feed it, you train it, you do all this stuff, prep for it, and then you race whoever's there That's with it. you, right? And you can boost your horse up, you can get points, yeah. right? So I started thinking about that, and people were going crazy about this stuff. Like yeah. back in the day, you could go on eBay and buy these cards for like five hundred bucks, a thousand dollars, just for these horses. And that's back that in the day could, too. Way back in the day. Yeah. So when you said the NFT horse race yeah. uh, deal, I was like, that's exactly what they're doing now. It's just a different mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. explain what it is, because I don't have any idea what that so is. So basically, they came out a little while ago, and it's called Zed Run, and they okay. came out. Um, and they released like I don't know a set amount of horses. Is it a picture of the horse? No, it's a, it's like a it's a real horse. A digital it's a copy. digital horse. Okay, yeah, got it. Copy the horse. Okay. And you can have your own stables and okay, stuff. Got you it. Keep them. You can yeah. breed them and stuff like that and yep. sell them in the marketplace. Okay. But initially, they released like a, I think a couple thousand of them. Okay. So people bought them and then started breeding their own. And every couple weeks or something, they release it more. But so like, are there like. Uh, Different attributes that each horse has that makes you, if you breed with another horse, that yeah, you it's can like, create a super horse. I don't, I don't know too much. But I think it's like different breeds of horse. So okay, like this is it. like a Genesis horse, which is the ones that they release. I okay, think. got it. And how expensive would it be to buy? Do you remember racing stripes? The oh the zebra? yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that. dude, that's so crazy because that. okay, so in that same game that I played, and I'm sure uh, people that are listening are someone's gonna know what the name is. Uh, there were zebras. There was a zebra, and oh, if you got the zebra, he was just. Gone. gone, yeah. Like so, everybody wanted kids? to push to get these zebras. He was bullying kids. Yeah, monsters. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, there is like, but the whole thing is still weird. It's like the cryptocurrency stuff stresses me out because you can't just be like, okay, here's whatever five hundred dollars. It's yeah. like you know you have to move it to Ethereum and stuff first. And yeah, then buy it. right, right. So it's so weird. It is interesting. I don't know enough about it to say go for it, but it, yeah. I mean, it's they have. So you have to uh, also know that you have to pay to get into the races. Okay, and there's races twenty four seven. So, okay, so you have the horses and there are races There's, for those yeah. horses. And if you win the race, yeah. what is the winning the race based on? So the winning race, people can bet on the horses like it's real okay, got like it. real horses. And then you win based off winning and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Just like if what you makes win. your horse fast? Like how do you get how, how do you make them faster? I, but the thing, I was is it all like, kind of chance? I feel or like what? that's a way to yeah. get scammed, right? Can they just yeah, no, I, your horse I would, to lose every time? Maybe. I would more trust going to like an actual horse yeah. race, I think. Because yeah. like, I feel like stuff going on digitally, like... You could maybe, just kind of maybe they just went in, edited yeah. my horse's speed or whatever. Yeah, it's like what you do in Madden slow. when we play Madden franchises. Yeah, when I come cheat, in, I'm I like, what? He's <laughs> eight overall. <laughs> He's a fullback. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Speaking about Madden franchises, we have an NFL record holder right here. That's, dude. I set a record. What'd you do? NFL record in our franchises mm-hmm. uh, this game. Okay. Uh, full amazing. disclosure: I'm the Washington Football Team. Okay. Yep. My quarterback is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. It's a bit of a rebuilding year, but. That being said, I did set the NFL record for most interceptions in a game. Wait, wait, wait. How many did you throw? I threw nine. Oh, shut up. Yes, he's numb to the pick. Yeah, he's numb. Like, speaking of Sawhill, too. He's numb to the pick. Sawhill tied the record before him. He threw yeah. eight, and then he beat it with nine. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be outdone. But it's I think every play with me, it's either like a one-play touchdown or okay. it's an interception. Okay, that's no, fine. no in between. You yeah. should eat that. Like he says, you just going to Did, did you, goal. when you were at seven or eight, you had nine, right? Yeah. yeah. Were you like, I'm nine. just gonna keep throwing it, or were you like, I gotta, well, I gotta point, run the ball? I wasn't gonna run the ball because yeah. I was losing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. also, 
considering I threw nine interceptions, I think I only lost by like two touchdowns or something, yeah. which that, is not horrible. That's the heartbreaking thing. Well, when you look back and you're like, yeah, yeah, if, the I fact that I like if, I, if I only threw like six interceptions, I could have won that game. Yeah. <laughs> think about right. how bad that game was. He was playing one of our friends. He oh was wow! Nick really? Another. So how bad it was Nick? Yeah, that he Terrible. threw nine interceptions. Yeah, you and get still nine lost. turnovers. And you no, it was just, I throw one a by pick, seven. clamp him up on defense. I throw another <laughs> pick, clamp him on defense. Just keep going. It sounds <laughs> like you need to adjust your strategy a little bit on the offensive side. If we might need a school. Let's teach him. Yeah, running some run concepts. Running the ball is just a little boring. I just like to. Okay, that's fine. I, agree. I just like to throw just, deep passes. No, I agree with that know, actually. I, like, I don't play Madden to like punt on fourth down or anything yeah. like oh, that. Oh, so That's he's not. He was way. like live commentating the game to me. He would send me like a snap, like not looking good here. <laughs> <laughs> you can use one of those thumbs to help yeah. improve your offensive scheme. Not text me. He does not care. He was going insane. <laughs> that was nuts. Maybe do some audibles while you're at it while you're texting me. Um, so how do you feel? It's the last Sunday without football for a long time i'm so pumped i love how they've set that up too yeah. it's almost honestly the last thursday friday saturday or sunday without football until after christmas yeah right it's kind of crazy it's insane it's here i, I can't wait i'm yeah. kind of i get tired of talking about preseason stuff it mm -hmm. is fun to because everybody has hope at the beginning so yeah. every team's excited and i mean even the vikings think that they're gonna win the Super Bowl. We always right? hate on them for no yeah. reason. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they even, they're like, we got this. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you don't, right? In reality. You'll find out after week one. Yeah, but right now everybody's at the same level. Yeah. But then once it starts, there's some fans go up, <laughs> yeah. some lose hope and really And some quickly. actually like the losing hope part. Like, oh, yeah. for a long time, the Browns fans just love to be the Browns fans. Oh, yeah. And they you just, just got to lean into it. it. Yeah, you do. Just yeah. know that's your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Losing, you that's just who you are. The hard, the hard ones are probably those teams that are kind of like right on the cusp and you really think they're going to be good. Yeah, I think that's why the Cowboys are so like interesting because every everybody either loves or hates them. There's no like in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think it's it's easier to just like accept that you're in a rebuilding phase than yeah. like be right on the cusp of like we really should be making the playoffs. Just always push the rebuilding thing. Then if you are a coach, yeah, like right. if you're a coach or a front office, but, like we just need to find a way. There's there's good football teams out there. Don't ever be like we're right there. We got them yeah. this year. And yeah. Yeah. Seven and least, ten. At least you know what you know? you're doing. Right. Yeah. You have a plan. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. it'll be fun. I can't watch. I can't wait to watch the rookie quarterbacks play. Mm. I think that's going to be fun. Uh, I think a lot of people are are going to be interested to see that maybe the rookie quarterbacks as exciting as they are in the off season. Yeah, it's a it's a big jump to go from being pretty successful in the preseason and the off season and then going right in and actually winning some football games. So which ones do you think have, have a jump? Well, like which ones go? Well, the crazy now? one for me, the the most interesting one is the fact that Bill Belichick forever has never had any respect for rookie quarterbacks yeah. and he just basically handed his entire franchise to a rookie quarterback yeah, that's, that's the crazy one to me mm -hmm. so when you watch Mac Jones play like his processing his understanding of the offense it's at an incredibly high level yeah. and so you think well okay is it just going to always be like that has he always been in that type of system so he's always mm -hmm. been that type of offense you know and for him to just jump right in and play so well that they just say yeah hey, you know what Cam I think we're good yeah. You know, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. So that tells me a lot. And they did so much in free agency with oh, the yeah. tight end position, uh, with the wide receivers that they brought in. Mm -hmm. I think that they got a chance to be right back in it. I mean, are they going to be with the Bills? Maybe. Who knows? It was an insane number um, uh, amount of people in their defense who didn't play last year. Yeah, like these guys like, just like Dante Patrick, Patrick Chung. Yeah. Like those guys are vitally important to their, oh, yeah. their success. And they have some guys back that they haven't had, uh, they had missed last year that yeah. went to the teams and come back. That I think is going to kind of bring that defense back to where they should be so I don't know, we'll see i think it's also it'll be interesting to see like when you see all these nick saban quarterbacks coming into the nfl that like 
going from Nick Saban to Bill Belichick, like yeah. one legendary yeah. coach to another. It'll, it'll be really nice. interesting to see like if his play style like changes or like yeah. that's like well, it, their offenses are just going to be so similar. I mean, their, mm -hmm. their coaching style is so similar. I think that I think Mac Jones gets uh, I think he gets a lot of heat because how he walks into the draft. He looks like he's like a computer salesman. Like he's just kind of cruising <laughs> yeah. in, like just it's goofy. He's got a he's got a bad body, like yeah. but he doesn't even care. Like mm -hmm. when you really listen to him talk and you listen to his personality, like people think he is the absolute man. Yeah. Like he has that quality about him, like what what Brady had. Like yeah, he's well, able to when Tom Brady showed up to the NFL combine, you weren't looking at him thinking like, yeah. Oh, this guy's an absolute unit. Yeah, so Mac Jones yeah. is the same thing. It's almost like, wow, this is really happening again. They're gonna go yeah. grab Mac Jones and go do the same thing oh, they did for the next two decades. Him, I was like, here we go again. Yeah, here we yeah, go again. It's yeah. like this is the plan all along. They're back, yeah. And so yeah. I think it's also interesting about the Ricky Orbach thing you were saying, because it's true it was like Jared Stidham and Jimmy G, like they were just like that was supposed to be like the next in line. Yeah, they didn't and, and get their chance with him. Yeah, and like for whatever reason, you can you can tell early on too. Like with with Jared Stidham, I think Jimmy the Garoppolo thing was interesting because they they obviously drafted Garoppolo high. They mm -hmm. thought that he was going to be the guy, and then that whole thing with like did Brady kick him out? Yeah. Did he go to Kraft and say, mm -hmm. Hey, this Belichick's trying to replace me? Yeah. You know, I'm your son, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? Kraft sends Jimmy Garoppolo to San Francisco. So yeah. there's that whole dynamic, where. Now Brady's not there, so they bring yeah. Mac Jones in. It's like, I don't know. There's the whole rumor that uh, the Patriots sent an offer to the Niners for Tom Brady first and not Jimmy G. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, why not? I mean, mm -hmm. that makes sense, right? Yeah, so, if you think you have your guy. You yeah, know? exactly. So, I mean, that's. Do you think they're regretting that decision now, just sending him away? I think uh, they have Mac. They're like, it's no, fine. they're fine. I mean, yeah. they probably were when Brady left last year and when they yeah. won the Super Bowl with the Bucks, and they're mm -hmm. stuck in, in Cam Newton purgatory, like, not really knowing yeah. what's happening. <laughs> yeah. And he's not throwing the ball well. So, like, it was interesting because they were like, okay, we're going to run the ball at the quarterback, mm -hmm. and the the quarterback that runs the ball against the Patriots historically has had great success. So yeah. they're like, well, let's try it. You know, Josh mm -hmm. McDaniels drafted Tim Tebow, if you remember, yeah. and he was in Denver. So he mm -hmm. was like, I want to do this. Yeah. And they did it, and they were actually successful running the ball, and like in the red zone, they were good there, but the passing game stuff wasn't there. So um, that's where I was like, well, maybe they'll stay in this market and try and get a guy, you know, like Trey Lance or like some, yeah. someone that can actually run, but they, mm -hmm. they, they, they say no. We're gonna get the guy Mac Jones who runs like a refrigerator and just literally stands right. there. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go back in time, do the same things we've always done. We know it's gonna be successful, and then off they go. So we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, just like you, right? If you didn't have your legs in Houston, <laughs> it would have been wraps. If you couldn't move around, Ron Jaworski <laughs> uh, was an old ESPN commentator. Actually, played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he was mm -hmm. a quarterback um, on the team that gave up like seventy something sacks. Um, and it was Randall Cunningham and him apparently. Yeah. That were on the team, they, they kind of split the, the mm -hmm. sacks or whatever. And he was like, if you couldn't run, you'd have 100 sacks. He told me that before oh, an yeah. ESPN game. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I was out, man. I was out the gate. I wasn't waiting around to see what was going to happen either. I was like, no, nah, man. I, we get to like halfway through that season. And first of all, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done playing football. This is dumb. This is yeah. stupid. Let's do mm -hmm. something else. And then In Houston, you were saying? Yeah, and then I was yeah. like, uh, they paid me a lot of money to play quarterback. So maybe I'll stick around and see if I can yeah. figure this thing out. And then I just started running around. I remember being in the in the huddle, mm -hmm. and we'd get down in the red zone, and our best play literally was me dropping back, waiting for the line to kind of show a little bit of a crease because there was going to be one, <laughs> right? And I would step up and then move to my right, and uh, Corey Bradford was from the Green Bay Packers. He's mm -hmm. my wide receiver. He's a veteran guy. He literally could run a, a go route straight, a slant. That was it. That's all he could do. He couldn't stop. He couldn't turn, right? So I was like, all right, Corey. So we, we did it on accident. Um in a scramble drill against mm -hmm. Jacksonville where I scrambled, rolled out, and he pretended like he was going to go run the back end line. Yeah. And then he whipped back out, and I just threw it in the corner. Uh -huh. And he made it to cut touchdown. We were yeah. like, that's the best red zone play we've had all year. <laughs> right? So, like, uh -huh. the next week we play, I think we played Tennessee. Um, 
and we I threw for like 370 yards. Yeah. The majority of it was me and him just literally <laughs> yeah, me getting out of the pocket, and he would just scramble find some <laughs> space, and I would just fling it to him. And the crowd was going nuts. It's literally like a superstar KO mode for you in real life. <laughs> just just, yeah, around. I was like, somebody get out of here. And then like, what, what happens in football is like when you make a play like that, the coaches they want to be like, okay, go through your reads, stay in the pocket, yeah. trust you. But you score a touchdown, the and yeah. sixty thousand fans are going crazy. Mm -hmm. So the coach was like. Yeah, great job. High five. You know, so it's like, you idiot. You survived. Yeah. Well, yeah. As, as a fan, like, it's great if you can stick in the pocket and throw like, just like solid play, yeah. solid yeah. touchdown. But it's so much cooler to watch somebody just like scrambling. Looks like they're going to get said. nailed yeah. from every direction and then yeah, yeah. somehow pull it off. Also, yeah. real quick, the scariest thing I've probably ever seen in my life is looking over there and seeing Tyler adjusting knobs. This might be <laughs> what is he adjusting? Like, we haven't moved. No. There's no exterior <laughs> circumstances. We're not Chill outside. Out, Chill out. I'm doing my own thing over here. I'm trying to figure it out. All right, we're doing good. Did Sounds you good. Did you unblock good. your girl? Uh, she respond mm. yet? You know so what, we've man. been here for now. Hey, everyone takes an, everyone takes an L once uh, in a while, bro. You don't everyone, have to take the L. You took the L yourself. Hey, how about it? You get in everyone there, say, "Hey, what's up, Shoddy? You trying to be on a podcast next oh, week?" Oh, or you oh, say, we have or you say, "Potty." Podcast. It will rhyme. Yeah. Potty, yeah. Ooh, Shoddy, yeah. Potty. Yeah. Try that. A little poem in there. Girls like poems, right? That'll be good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe don't yeah, try that. I think they they love poems right. and they love being on podcasts. <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect. Perfect. How are you gonna know? You blocked her. You're not gonna. Yeah. You have no idea. I'll never know. She might be a poet. And you she would not be. She could be. She what if she loves the podcast? What if she's listening right now? She can't. Hello. She has no idea how she, to get a hold of one of our fans. Bro. She might be. We looked it up. We uh, we looked at the analytics yesterday, yeah. and it was like what, like two percent of the people that watch us are women or something like that. Oh, it's so funny. I, I think it was like maybe five. You got to step like up your. So but she maybe she could be one of that five percent. What if she's one of the five? What do I say right now? She's here. She's listening. She could be one of the two percent. I don't know. What would you say to her? What would you say? Go. She just walked in the room. Dang, why'd you leave me on red, bruh? Oh, you can't. That's bruh. Don't add the bruh. Don't add the bruh. <laughs> you're lucky you don't have a camera on you, bro. I think oh you're digging gosh. yourself a deeper hole if yeah. you start off with that. Did she leave you on red? Is that why you blocked her? No, she didn't leave me on red. She but so you lied. You made up an allegation yeah. that you just accused her of when she walked in. The first thing you said to her was you accused her of <laughs> leaving you on red when she didn't do She's it. She's going to say, I didn't, bro. I hope, I hope she tries to message you and say, sorry, my grandpa died or something, bro. Oh, I hope they answer that. It is a pandemic. It is a pandemic. So... I mean, so, uh, let's how about the best. you're excited? Fresno going crazy, bro? Fresno's out there? Yeah, my man, my man, Jay Kaner had a mm -hmm. chance to get his jersey up on the wall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not a lot of us up there, but he could have been. Like, that was crazy. That yeah. was such a good, it was such a good game. The defense played great, and Jake played fantastic. Mm -hmm. Offensively, they gave him some time to throw after he almost got destroyed yeah. by mm -hmm. Thibodeau over there on the corner, yeah. who we unfortunately played at BCHS. Yeah. But that man is a grown man, and when mm -hmm. he went out with his ankle injury, I was like, we got a chance. And he mm -hmm. had protection. Through the, he missed one throw in the end yeah. zone, um, and then one late right before he fumbled. And yeah. it's like, that, that, those are the only two plays that he's going to remember. Yeah, the bad you know? ones. Yeah, the, and he made so many good ones mm -hmm. yeah. that you just sit there and you're like, man. But you know what? They're yeah. a good team. They're, mm -hmm. they're a really they're good really team. Good. Yeah, so that'll, to go play in Oregon, I've been there. It's not an easy place to play. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. It's extremely loud. So for them to handle that, they got a good young football team. It's going to be a lot of fun. Almost good enough to beat Cal Poly next week. Yeah, it's been almost. Cal Poly. Bro. Oh, talking so much man. Shit. Now, does Cal Poly still run the wishbone or the like the triple option, which is I saw last time? I think they do. I think they do. I, I didn't even been... know they had a football team. All right. Dude. Well, we'll find out. Hey, John Madden <laughs> went to Cal Poly. I was, oh, I was, really? looking, at yeah. the, uh, I was looking at the uh, score predictions, right? And mm -hmm. so it showed this like little pie chart. Ninety-eight percent that Fresno State is going to beat Cal Poly. How do you feel about that, Noah? <laughs> so there's a two percent chance. 
It literally said two percent chance they win. A chance. So is Cal Poly in the Mountain West? No. No big no sky. Way, right? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. For uh, no for way. football, big sky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they never told me the odds, right? <laughs> never, never told me the odds. <laughs> Crazier stuff is odds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially after you play Oregon, you got like oh, this yeah. emotional like little letdown going in. Mm-hmm. You know, you like oh yeah. we expended all of our energy. You guys were cramping up. You know, but Cal Poly, do they have a chance? They have a what? Two percent chance, Ty. Two percent chance. Yeah, chance, it was yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, it's not what I lie. To. Cal Poly's coming off that big win, big win against uh, University of San Diego. Oh, <laughs> oh dang! I knew dude. they had an aquarium up there. Yeah. I didn't know they had a football team. <laughs> Why are they only paying beach towns? They, <laughs> they don't want to travel. They have wanna, budgets, yeah. budgets. You don't want to come to the valley more yeah, often than you have to. Yeah, you know, who, you know who doesn't want to come to the valley? Who's that? Any big school. Like UCLA, probably, they would said no chance it of coming to Fresno. It was funny. I don't remember who I was talking to, one of my colleagues at the NFL Network, and they're like, oh, we play Oregon. They're like, is it in Oregon or in Fresno? I just looked at them. Yeah, no chance. You think the Ducks are coming <laughs> yeah. to Fresno? Like, Are you crazy? When I heard UCLA was playing Fresno, I was yeah. like, no chance UCLA's well, coming maybe, to Fresno. There's I no mean, way. There's no if way. you had Oregon come down and play in the, the Valley Heat, maybe that's enough We'd have a real chance that there, home for field sure. advantage. Oh, because Lindsay Rhodes is a colleague of mine at NFL mm-hmm. Network. She was previously. Now she was working with, I can't remember what network did the Fresno State UConn. That was their week one game. Uh-huh. And she was on the field and she asked me what to do because uh, mm-hmm. she heard it was going to be hot. And I'm like, first of all, Lindsay, don't go. Just yeah. don't. Tell them you're sick. Like, get a cough. Like, I don't know what you do, but it's going to be 120 degrees oh, in the yeah. field. She's like, no way. Oh, yeah. She's like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Lindsay, let me tell you something. <laughs> that turf is so incredibly hot, yes. and you're just sucked in this little yeah. hole in the ground. It's just and everything all else is down. everything yeah. else is built around you, so you're just literally in this hole. Yeah. Like, heat yeah, you is got that blocking off any possible slight. So, so I'm watching I'm watching the show. <laughs> I'm watching uh, the game, and they keep going to her, and she has this, you know, the, the little thermometers. They have, yeah. like, the little circle. Oh, the big thing. So they bring them out, you know, because that's like the move for the Uh, sideline reporters. Like, let's get one of these things. (laughs) And she's and she texts me. She's like, I put this thing on the ground and it went to 130 and broke. So I'm like, well, I tried to warn you, and so she couldn't even use it the rest of the show, the rest of the game, because it had hit. So 120, and there was like 10 more degrees, and then the little pin at the bottom that kind of keeps from going all the way. Uh So it went down, and then that little thing bent and broke (laughs) at the bottom. So it was past 130 on the field. I I don't crazy. I don't remember going to your games, but I definitely remember going to. Derek's and like when I'd be in the stands it's like fine it's yeah. so hot but then as soon as you get to the field it's game it was over. a different level because yeah. I don't know why just the way that turf is dude mm-hmm. when you get down there and that heat just kind of flies off into oh, that yeah. black rubber pellets underneath it's just mm-hmm. miserable so yeah that's why I knew like I told you as soon as I found out UCLA and Fresno are playing there's no chance in UCLA now is that that's coming up right I think it's in like no, uh, November December okay like so the Cal Poly games next not Cal Poly I think it might be the week after. Okay, so oh, it's after Cal Poly. I know sure. uh, they're playing the 11th. Are you guys going to go to that one too? Do you know yet? Or not I, sure. I want to go to the Cal Poly one. September 18th. Uh, UCLA play. September 18th. So, yeah, yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So they play Cal Poly, then UCLA. Back to back, dude. It's insane. And UCLA just smashed, smashed LSU. LSU. Yeah. So, how's That's that insane. make you feel? Terrified because they're all like on Twitter now going, We want Bama. <laughs> <laughs> we want Bama. Relax, Chip Kelly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, you've been one game in the heat. Speaking of Bama, bro, let me read you this stat real quick about okay. Alabama, okay? All right. So Alabama, I, have a, I have a theory about Alabama, and my man Will Blackman on Twitter backs up my theory. They might have sold their soul to Satan. Also, that, <laughs> and I believe that they don't even recruit players. I think that they just oh, have a yeah. factory where they just pump these <laughs> they, dudes out they because just make every them, one yeah. of those guys, you look at them like, <laughs> yeah. start of the NFL, start of the NFL, start of the NFL. Once yeah. you have a dynasty going like they do, I. 
do you even need a recruit? I think no. just, oh, I don't no. saying Nick Saban is our coach is enough. To Nick Saban could walk in and you slap like your dad and just like oh, stare yeah, at exactly. you and you're like, yeah, let's like, sign with Nick I don't know. Saban. He, he like, wins yeah. games. He wins games. Mom, I just don't know what to tell you. You disrespected dad in the living room, but I just have to feel like it's the right school. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. So Alabama lost the Heisman winner, a second first-round wide receiver, right? Uh-huh. A first-round quarterback, a first-round running back, three offensive linemen, a cornerback, the MVP of the national championship, a top assistant coach, and they won 44-13 to in the home <laughs> opener. How is that we possible? Had, we had one kid at BCHS stay home sick, and we lost by 50 on Friday night. One player. Like, how is it possible what does that, that tell you? win like that? You know what I would do if I was Nick Saban? I'd, I'd walk out and I'd have all my starters just in suits and ties and have them stand yeah. on the sideline and just stare and start all my backups against like half yeah, the team. And it's just also, be like, good luck. You're not going to beat them either. It's also interesting. Like you got a different quarterback every year for yeah. one. Yeah. But also even coaching staff, the turnover is oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you're an assistant coach for Nick Saban, then you're a head well, coach. Well, because everybody's like, yes, wait, he must be a good coach. It's like, yeah, exactly. It literally just stirs the Gatorade yeah, yeah. powder <laughs> into the water. If you're associated <laughs> with Alabama in any way, then I it's think like, you've got a job locked It's like Bill Belichick. Like every assistant coach gets a head coaching job for at least a year or something. And I love about Alabama, too, is like Nick Saban, when he gets his boys, he gets guys that he likes and respects yeah. in the coaching world. Like, if they get fired somewhere, he just brings them in as literally oh, like yeah. the Gatorade stir. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, so Steve Sarkeesian yeah. comes in, he kind of hangs out for like a week or two, head coach of Texas. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> head coach of Texas? What are you talking about? Was it was like you look at the pictures and it's like, I can't believe Alabama, like, this was their backfield. It's like Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, yeah. Kenyon Drake. I'm like, they had all these guys? And all of them. Uh, the pictures are the best. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, when some you of see all of them in cores. Yeah. Had the they had like, that. Well, even, the, even the quarterback rooms, like with oh, Mac Jones yeah. and, and oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts oh, and Tua, right? Tua they're there. all in the same picture. Like, like everyone, you all of these players, and they're all starting an NFL yeah. roster yeah. right now. Yeah. Did you know? Wait, let me pull up this stat. That the game yesterday, Alabama played against uh, Miami. Their quarterback was 24 years old. That's older than six starting quarterbacks in the NFL, <laughs> and three of those starting quarterbacks are from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is this like this guy? Do you think like this twenty? I don't even. I don't know. Anything I don't about know this who it is. But like, so do you think that he was just kind of like chilling, and Nick Saban was just like, "Oh yeah, go to this junior college in Louisiana and hide there. <laughs> yeah. Don't take any football. Don't even go down the field." And then like he just oh, pulls yeah. him out of the woodwork. Like, he's been <laughs> training him like in the backyard, like yeah, his, like his boathouse for like yeah. Like and he's like, the hills. boom. Let's it's, display you it's to the like world. It's like the NBA with like stash players, right? Keep to like stash someone for a year or two. It's yeah, that's like what they're that. doing. That's yeah. what Saban's doing. That's yeah, well, insane. that's what's crazy is these guys that like don't get like. I think if I'm a scout somewhere else, I might be just trying to snag the the oh, second yeah. stringers at yeah. Alabama, rip them. Yeah, that's exactly. what happened with Jalen Hurts a little bit. So, got, yeah. at what point is it like? Do we say that Clemson? Maybe not Clemson. Could they, they lose to Georgia? Um, yeah, they lost. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so what, at what point is is just Alabama a monopoly? And we're like, oh, you know what, yeah, right? Alabama, okay, we got to break uh-huh. you up. We got to break you up. Like, at what point do we do that? Yeah, do or you do we just demand? like make make fifteen million dollars a year every <laughs> yeah. year? And so, okay, interesting. Uh, Steve Mariucci, I think I've told you this before, yeah. but I'll tell our, our friends on the podcast and Tyler because he probably doesn't listen when I talk. But uh, Steve Mariucci, I'm sitting at the NFL mm-hmm. Network, and he's friends with uh, Nick Saban, mm-hmm. and uh, they were together at a Super Bowl event uh, a couple years ago. And Steve Mariucci was like, well, I brought it up. I was like, yeah. why won't Nick Saban go back to the NFL? Like, mm-hmm. he's clearly, he w- wasn't great in Miami, but he's been yeah. obviously very good in college. Mm-hmm. I think that he just needs another chance. You know, quarterback, who knows what happens, right? Yeah. He's like, Dave, I asked him this question at one point. Mm-hmm. And Nick Saban, he goes, Nick, you're my buddy, Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick, why don't you go back to the NFL? Make mm-hmm. some money, you know, be an NFL coach, run a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he said, uh, Steve, why would I, why would I trade with 31 other teams, first round picks, where I can just take every first round pick every year out of <laughs> yeah. high school and put them on my football yeah. team. It's, exactly. a, it's a valid point, right? Oh, yeah. You think about it, because he has, 
the pick of the litter. He can take anybody in the oh, entire yeah. country and mm-hmm. have them come to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Where if you're in the NFL, oh, I got picked 12. Now what? I got one of those <laughs> yeah. guys. You oh, know? yeah. And then now I got to wait and share with everybody else. He's like, I'm not doing that. It's like every year it says like Alabama's the most drafted players. Like in, Yeah, it's not in, even close. It's insane. Well, you have yeah. even like when Tua came in uh, playing for Alabama, like he was coming off the bench. He yeah. was only yeah. playing because Jalen Hurts wasn't so they playing. Had, and then they, you have this guy come in, and now he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. When they played against Clemson in the national championship, I can't remember what year it was. Uh, it was, it was I think it was Deshaun Watson was the quarterback. Yeah. They did a stat before the game, and they said on Alabama's football team, there are 85 first-team All-Americans. <laughs> yeah. 85 out of high school. Jeez. On Clemson's team, there was one. Uh-huh. 85 <laughs> to 1. And they're playing, the, the two best teams in the country are playing each yeah, other, yeah. and it's 85 to 1. You have to apologize to Hunter Renfro for that one. He's going to be mad. After but Hunter, that. were you a first-team All-American? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. Call, call him out for his high school No, career. he wasn't, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. He was underdeveloped, I'm yeah. sure. He's underdeveloped now. Because every time we like watch like Alabama games or anything like that, and like all of us as like Raider fans, because we're sporting Derek, we're all like, I wish we had, I hope we draft that guy. I hope we draft that guy. Yeah. It's like we're naming every player. Just, just I hope we get an Alabama player. I hope player. we get one of them. Now you can see why Mike, Mike Mayock just goes, I'm going to take Alabama or Clemson. And that's all he only yeah, picks that's those all two you players. Mean, I think there's something to be said for like, like it's interesting when you take players like, well, like Trey Lance came from yeah. like a relatively small, no name school, mm-hmm. but then you've got like, there's something to be said for just taking players that are from winning teams. Oh, like oh that, for sure. That know how to win. Yeah, or that have won forever. Like even level. like their junior high, they were successful. In high school, yeah, they were exactly. successful because like they're like winning, just like everything else, is a habit. And like I remember when we were in Houston and we started losing, guys would get just comfortable with losing. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. Checks don't change. Like all these stupid mm-hmm. comments would come flying around, and I'm thinking like, okay, this is kind of dumb. Like I, I'm no, yeah, I don't know, exactly. I'm a young guy here. But veteran mm-hmm. guys, they shouldn't be talking like this. Just like so, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, right? Didn't he like yeah, win like throughout he... high school and college, right? I'm... Yeah, he he's just used to winning. Like, that's yeah, what he's yeah. used to doing, you know? And that's why like even people were getting, and I knew it was going to happen, yeah. Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. You start hearing these dumb, just spoiled veteran uh, players yeah. saying, oh, Urban Meyer likes to win in the preseason too much. Like, who freaking cares? Yeah. yeah you should want to win a game. Yeah, you won, won one game last year. Yeah. So you, it's time to start wanting to win. Well, that's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine. Like, even as a Lakers fan, those years, like, after Kobe retired, the there were a few years, years where I was like, I just want to see, I don't even need to see them win. I just need to see them look like they want to win. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. It's, it's just, like, you it, just got to see them, like, and you, like, you just get used to something. There. Looking at, like, some of the Lakers starting five in between that time is so <laughs> rough. <laughs> like, it's I don't hard know to watch, these man. Guys. It's hard to watch. It's so gross. After the, the yeah, I was hyping myself up like they were going to be good, though. <laughs> you I have to. Andrew Bynum, I thought he was going to be <laughs> great stud. Josh I was like, Hart going to go crazy. I'm like, these guys are going to be amazing. Terrible. Awful. Terrible Laker basketball. I mean, also, because everyone was he, like, uh, mad at the Raiders for drafting Alex Leatherwood. But yeah. that's another Alabama player. I'm just going to trust it, dude. He's I'm a massive human. The man's going to be okay. He went to Alabama. What, I'm sorry. What are the negatives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I Whatever. Okay. I don't care. And then everyone's like, and then we take the safety. And was like, oh, okay. You know what? Because that's, the, swapped that, that's the dumbest thing yeah. for me is like, oh, you should have taken him at uh, 12 picks later when you took the... <laughs> who cares? We got both of them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If I took him in the fifth round and the third round. <laughs> yeah, like, I think when it comes to like the NFL draft, I think the ends pretty much justify the means. Exactly. Like whenever yeah. you took them. It doesn't them, matter. You... Like, I mean, honestly, like you could probably go through... 
if I just grab 10 random players that are all pro players yeah. and ask you where they were drafted, um, yeah. they're all drafted in the first round or mm -hmm. first or second round, yeah. but you tell me where. And then you, won't, you won't even yeah, know. Yeah, we won't know. You won't even yeah. know. Mm -hmm. right? You might be able to guess like two or three of them, yeah. but who cares? If he's a good player, take him. If you need him, take him. The Raiders needed a right tackle, yeah. right? So they're like, you know what? I don't care if he's supposed to be picked 12 picks later, consensus. Yeah. We need a right tackle like right now. Mm -hmm. right? Especially situation-based. If you're like, this guy looks like he'd be really good in our situation, yeah. yep. our scheme, what we've got going. And he's been fine. He's That's been great. That's Mike Mayo's job to find out who's the player to get. Well, right? especially, too, like if you're only – like when I looked at it, the Chiefs did this with – when they drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire, one of my favorite players of all time. Oh, yeah. So they didn't really need the anything except they needed a running back that could catch the ball in the backfield mm -hmm. and consistently be the guy. And yeah. they're like, we're just going to take him in the first yeah. round. And everybody's like, well, we can't take him in the first round. Yeah. He's short and little. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And when he played, right, for – okay, you can look this up, Tyler. I don't know if it's going to be too hard for you, but maybe you can. When Clyde Edwards-Hilaire played, I think the point differential for the Chiefs was like 14. So when he didn't yeah. play, they scored 14 points less. When he did play, they scored 14 points more. Mm. And it might have been close to that, but it was similar. Right? It was yeah, two yeah. digits for sure. We were all excited. We were hoping the Raiders might even get it. So it's like the same thing. If you have a clear hole with the Raiders, like you had issues. Like we'd sit down, I watched the cutups with Derek, and, and we'd go through all the, the pressures and where the plays would break down, like having big shots down the field and, and something is right tackle, mm. right? So yeah. you're like, okay, all of this – the majority of the problems happened at the right side when we were rotating guys through trying to find a guy. Yeah. Not, the guy not like the guys that were playing, yeah. you know, weren't trying their hardest and doing their best, but yeah. they needed a guy that could anchor that thing. Mm. You know, so now you plug that piece in, and now you don't get those pressures. Now you do get more throws down the field. Now your whole team's better, all because you took a guy 12 picks before you should have. Who, yeah. Who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, so. That's why I also always stress when, like, Everyone like everyone's having a panic attack. I was I was one of them when we started losing linemen this offseason. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely one of them, but I was yeah. like, okay, there's got to be a reason, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of money is tied up on the interior yeah. offensive line, mm -hmm. and and historically, you don't necessarily need to do that. And you had yeah. Richie coming back; you knew he was going to be yeah. back, right? And I'm not sure they restructured his deal or what they did. I yeah, can't I, really I can't know. remember anyway. So, and but Rodney Hudson was making a lot of money. Gabe Jackson yeah. was making a lot of money, mm -hmm. and you have guys that played a lot last year that weren't those guys and were making a lot less good, and like they're that, still yeah. good players you know so you re-sign those guys you got young center and james you got a guy from houston that can play you got you have you have guys that are going to be able to fit who in there they can use some money to spread it out who would have thought back in the day that colton miller would be the goat on the who would have thought line? that he's the best <laughs> offense lineman because <laughs> everyone was hating on the draft hating. like his first year is a little rough i think that's just a thing right oh yeah like even yeah. penny Sawai, he's having like young young tackles are going to have yeah. a rough time yeah but gonna... now everyone's like oh he's you're, so yeah. glad we took him oh yeah because you're playing against the best player on the field most yeah athletically gifted, physically just dominant player yeah. is the defensive ends, pass rushers, yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, if I'm the Raiders, I'm just going to give Derek time and let Derek work because that's all he needs. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll Derek, be fine. Derek can turn hey, in. So uh, I, found, I found that stat. Okay, what is it, Ty? Was that um, close? Well, actually, well, I did. I found a different stat. Okay, what is um, it? In 1998, 1998, Derek Jeter batted 3-2-4. Uh, <laughs> so, like, what do we, we think about that? <laughs> what did you mean? You know what? I was in the CHS. And he didn't even say. Why would you bring that stat up? He didn't even say 324. He said 324. As if there was another number coming. Why would you bring that stat up right now? He's the worst. And you know what? This is good, though. You need to you need to be the worst researcher ever. I'm so good. I'm used to NFL research is the best research. And they actually have a Twitter NFL research. I didn't find your stat, but I actually found one similar. I found that. 
So you keep looking up those. And meanwhile, actually, if you go to NFL Research, everybody at home, you oh. can, they have a Twitter, Austin. Yeah. They're fantastic. They work with me every day in the NFL Network, and mm -hmm. they have a Twitter account, and they send out really good information, like the stat that I tried to bring mm -hmm. up that Tyler couldn't find. So Tyler, if you go to NFL... I'm the source for... like you. You're, uh, I'm the source for NFL research, by the way. They asked me. Stuff. Okay, that's fine. Well, they don't need baseball <laughs> they, stats. They so maybe he's Adam Schefter's source, bro. I can't he's Adam Schefter's source. Doesn't Woj talk to him before he releases <laughs> oh, yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, Woj definitely talks to him. <laughs> you guys are... He knew LeBron was coming. Just like our friend Saw Hill. <laughs> Remember when Saw Hill was saying that he knew like, when Kanye, Kanye was going to drop the album? Like, he's best friends of Kanye. Like, <laughs> no, Kanye <laughs> said he's going to drop it like in five days. Like, did Kanye scoop. talk to you? I love that. It was so funny. I, don't, I wouldn't put that past Saw Hill, though. Oh, no. he knows. Saw knows people. He knows someone. Yeah. I remember I saw Saul Hill one time when the wreck, we were at, when was it the, was it the Pro-Am? We were oh, yeah, playing 2K, 2K. Yeah. and uh, I had been invited to your 2K team, yeah. and I was so pumped, and I'm in there, I'm just getting my gym time in. <laughs> Kobe hour, right, just shooting, <laughs> dropping greens, and I see this man come through, this, this dark little man coming through the hallway. I'm like, is that Sawhill Singh Sadu? And of course, who was it? And he stood there at the at the baseline and he just watched me shoot. And I swear I hit 15 greens yeah, in a row. He told me he's never seen more green lights in his life. And, he, and then he said, randomly, like, he doesn't even text me at all. And then, like, he joins the party. He's like, me and your dad just had Mamba hours for 30 minutes. <laughs> we didn't even talk, bro. I didn't try to join his party. He didn't try to invite he me. Said, he we said, just shot, passed, shot, said, shot. Was, he said it was the sound of the dribble and swishes. That just was all buckets. We just, and I walked out. And I, just, I, I swear my guy went like this. It's like those stories of like people showing up and watching Kobe practice at like three yeah. in the morning. Exactly what it was. was. Just showing up exactly what it was. He said it was like so he said he walked in and he thought he saw like Bigfoot. <laughs> just, this dude was just going crazy in Mamba. That was one of my favorite people. <laughs> oh, so um, one of the other things we're gonna talk about, like, I think like two more things. Okay. But like for these young M MLB fans, right? Yeah. Who like are trying to like join in right they don't know what teams to watch yeah like what would you guys say but you guys are more than only fans like what games should they watch what rivalry should they watch like uh, you, you can't watch every game no right? you can't it's watch hard. every game obviously i mean noah probably has some comments on this but i think yeah. the well you got to find the team that is local you have to yeah. root for the yeah. local you have to root for your area you can't yeah. just like i mean you can but you can't just i can't just pick the freaking yeah. baltimore orioles well, but real quick are the worst fans ever laker cowboy yankee fans like if that was one human, is that the worst the fan of all time? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, one I can't say that because a lot of Laker fans are Dodger fans, and that's I don't know true. if you know this, but I'm a Dodger fan, as yep. you, you are sporting my team here. Yep. So, I mean, so the, the Lakers, I'm sorry, the Dodgers got voted the most hated baseball team in the country. Yeah, and they hate us because they ain't us. That's right, exactly right. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't have endless resources to pay your lineup, so, so you no, have all-stars at every ooh, position, yeah, and you no don't cap. have a place for Trey Turner, is so you put 20, him in second base. Is that 2020 World Series ring looking yeah. like yeah. on is your that, finger? Sorry, right is that glare in your eyes? You can't drive? To the, the no cap space is so funny. It's just, look at the, the Dodgers roster. MVP, MVP, yeah. MVP. I'm like, all right. Look Young, terrible Cy teams in LA. Anaheim Angels have got to play against us. They have no chance. And the Padres think they're lit. I don't know, man. Yeah, I like to watch. So even when like the Dodgers are on like Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. I yeah. hate it because those announcers don't care about the Dodgers. Like yeah. I want to listen to Oral Hershiser yeah. talk about the Dodgers and like the guys that do the, you know, the play-by-play -play every yeah. day for those guys yeah. are the are, are, are how school. you learn the yeah. game. That's how you. Yeah. That's how you. Well, like back when you could just learn. listen to Vince Scully. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, he, he like, was. He, he knew Vince Scully. Dude, I was so bummed. I, I mean, but he went forever, man. That yeah. guy tried to do it, and yeah. he would just do it by himself. Yeah, he take him off. He's getting old before he says something controversial. The story. Yeah, get him out. But the stories he would tell when he got up there, like. 
oh, this player grew up, didn't have baseballs, hit mangoes instead. Or, like, yeah. you just know <laughs> like all these, what, like, crazy stories about Vince them. Like, like, that was what was so cool about him. That's what, like, even, I mean, Oral's not to that level, but he can break down the game for you from a pitching yeah. standpoint, hitting what these guys are thinking. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that stuff is cool to me because I grew up playing baseball, but I don't know it like he knows it, you yeah. know? And to be able to hear someone talk about the game like that while watching your favorite team. Yeah. So I would do that. I would find people that really love the team that – you're going to go try and watch. And baseball can be boring. Like, I get it. But it's, yeah. there's a reason they call it the national pastime because you can literally just have it on and, just and it's relax. like a warm little blanket. Yeah, I know? see this man taking naps watching games. I'm so just, much. but I'm watching I, it. I'm there. People need to understand that, like, watching baseball games yeah. is, it's not going to be like watching NFL football game. games it's yeah. not, or yeah. basketball games. It's just the comfort. Well, that doesn't mean it's bad. It just no. means, like, I think this you man... go to the, like, especially even if you go to a game, you go to a game, you're chatting with oh, your yeah. buddies, yep. whatever it is. But or we you... would even do, like, we, we've done the, I've done it with uh, you before. We've you done the fantasy. Cards, right? well, you bring the cards, you buy the cards, yeah. and you do, like, fantasy baseball. So if you yeah. go to a baseball game, you get some of your buddies, and you literally have a fantasy draft right before the game starts. Yeah. And then you get a point for a single or a walk, a yeah. point, two points for a double, three for a triple. And then if they make an out in the field, that's a point if and there's all these different like you just make it fun and you can like have, also, we came down to the last yeah. at bat the last mm-hmm. time we went yeah and it's just super fun because it used to be this man would tell us nothing and he would just let us draft like bench warmers and he would draft an all-star team like i won that's again right. that's right <laughs> oh you got a pitcher time. that's not gonna throw yeah. that's too bad yeah. <laughs> Yo, i was like wait pitchers don't throw I every day first, i'm all strike out strike out strike out strike out <laughs> I think that's what MLB fans have to know. Like the games aren't going to be like NFL games, where it's like something's happening every two seconds. Yeah, no, not at all. It's yeah. gonna, you're gonna you're gonna watch games that's like one nothing. You're like, what I, did I just I watch? I think it's I think it's also tough because like, well, for one, I think MLB has got to be out of the major leagues, major sports. Yeah, got to be the worst marketed yeah, sport. It's not very good. I think. Yeah. Rob Manfred needs to go for sure. Absolutely, a long time ago. I agree, but because um, you do have some young, talented players yeah. that could really push the game forward, and they're not even really yeah. trying. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're, you're stuck. Yeah, they don't. They don't want like. It's hard to like even for the harvester. It's hard to like show clips of baseball, but they're really. Yeah, that's no, they won't let you guys even do it. like. Yeah. That's why you don't see like Sports Center posting, or maybe not Sports Center, but like all these accounts on like yeah. Instagram or Twitter. It's, no, it's, it's only the MLB. To post yeah. these MLB highlights because oh, really? I think they crack down. Will on they that. just like pull it down or oh, like, yeah. try and do Ty, it? Are we still filming? Are we good? Is we good? Okay, but no, the one the people that are the most hard the PGA Tour is they take that instantly. Oh really? I put a baseball clip it was, or a golf clip. It was down in like two minutes. Really? But like, they find it quite interesting. It's weird with also like the MLB, like you've got Shohei Otani, like once in yeah. a century talent, and you're not like, like that should be a household name for sure. Yeah. Not just yeah. baseball and you, fans, and but like you, everybody should know about yeah. that. I'll see like commentators get on and they'll start to like try to talk about Shohei, and they're like, oh, you guys don't understand. He's doing stuff that Babe Ruth never did. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is the greatest thing the ever. Ruth, and everybody's yeah. just like, baseball is just like, ah, it's okay. He's just, uh, I'm like, no, yeah. Why is he not literally everywhere? Right. Yeah, it should be like the Pat Mahomes, the yeah, right. It should yeah. be everywhere. I agree. I mean, the man could throw a no hitter and then hit three home runs in the same game, and he just be like, that's, so what yeah. "That's what I do." Yeah, that's what I do. I think goat. it's it's sort of interesting. Just like the nature of baseball is, that I think the the lure of like what people like about it is so much different than other sports. That mm-hmm. even though like NFL and NBA, you still have like traditions and they're old leagues, but there's mm-hmm. something about baseball of just yeah. like it's so like nostalgic yeah. or whatever, which I think is. If you've been a baseball fan your whole life, that's super cool. But like, yeah. it's tough if for like new fans coming into yeah, because they don't get that part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and exactly. it's like I'm just watching a really boring game right now, and there's only yeah. three hits. So what am I supposed to feel yeah. good about this? Mm-hmm. But then it's also like watching the story of the entire season, like how guys oh, yeah. go through cycles of hitting, and you see a guy come out of a slump, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, he's hitting well now. Yeah, and then he pops on the national scene. You're like, I was there, I knew that, I saw that before I was gonna happen. <laughs> yes, yeah, so just wrap it up real quick. So like, I'd say for MLB fans coming in, like 
maybe pick a pitcher, so then you're excited when he plays every couple of days. Yeah, you right? have to watch every game. Yes, yeah, so just find excited, a really like, good oh, one. The guy that throws nasty yeah. stuff that like yeah. he's got crazy curveball or, find your or home slider team. or like matchups. Like as like as a Dodgers fan, anytime they play the Giants, yeah, the Padres. If they play the Astros, that yep. feels like a World Series game. Yeah, like yep. any of those the, big yep, matchups. Some of the history behind it. Yeah, and we just say go to a game, right? Oh, for sure. So yeah. much fun. And then just try to make it fun when you go. Like obviously, pick good weather, pick a good stadium. Go to Dodger Stadium, watch mm-hmm. a team. Not if it's dog. an afternoon game. Not an afternoon though. game. Don't tough. do that. It'd be too warm. Oh yeah, don't want to go into one a.m. like that one game. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's not the move. Sure you're on the end of the, yeah, 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 yeah so. that, that might be rough if your first uh, MLB <laughs> game goes <laughs> sixteen innings. Sixteen innings. It's like one-one in the fourth. Yeah, exactly. They run out of players to play. They're like, this is the last pitcher and position player. So I'm not sure what's going to happen after this. You might never watch a game of baseball again after that. Yep. All right. Good work, boys. All right. That's it, huh? That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else to talk about. I'm bored. We got to get you out of here. That's fine. (laughs) All right. See y'all. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Horror Stories Podcast. And Noah, can you tell them where you can find us? Yeah, make sure to subscribe while you're here. We've got some big things coming, some awesome guests. And also make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Harvester Sports. We've got some great content over there as well.